I'm going to need a dozen more walkers, a.k.a. dead ones, in the local parlance for expanding the fence protocol PDQ. Actually, PFQ. This is Pern Negan, who I also am, even if it takes all night to procure them. So I need able-bodied persons out there in the surrounding blocks of buildings snooping and snatching stat. Negan will be indisposed in the boudoir, so in the meantime, any questions should be directed to yours truly. Dr. Eugene Porter, Chief Engineer, also known as Negan, who I am. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. <laughs> We are broadcasting to you alive here from the Zamp Command Center here in Ooh, the winter won't go away, Vermont. There's got a couple more inches of snow, turned into some ice, slippery road conditions. But you know, we, we, we get by because we are a Negan. And speaking of Negan, joining me as always, the busy zombie lord himself. Negan, how are you? Not too bad. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. You get any snow up there in Maine, or down there in Maine? Just a dusting. Just a dusting. It's already melted. It's already gone. Speaking of dusting, it's Canada's own Negan Murphy. How are you, Negan? I'm pretty good, Negan. And you know, it's awesome (laughs) that all of the Negans were able to make it tonight, because I've missed a full Negan crew. And honestly, I was talking to Negan last night about all the Negans we've been missing, and it's just really unfortunate that I haven't been able to play snipper clips with Negan lately. I've just it's been sitting on my switch. I just really want to sit down with Negan and get some snipper yeah. clips on. You know, I was talking to Negan earlier too. And, yeah. Uh, as, and then Negan came up. And, How's uh, Negan so, doing? Honestly, I haven't Negan, spoken Negan's to him. Negan's good. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. He's he's good. And uh, the three of us were talking. Good. And uh, wouldn't you know it, Negan showed up, and uh, oh, so we were talking to Negan. <laughs> How's Lucille doing? Has she still got a little bit of a ding on her don't, forehead? Or? Don't, don't talk about Lucille. Oh, sorry. Okay. That's crazy. What are you talking about? I don't know. I just so, feel like, I, you know, you'd, you'd want to check in with the wife and see how she's doing. And that's um, I just decided that our next parody has to be the, <laughs> the confusion of the Negan camp in The Walking Dead. Okay, I'm yeah. Gonna... So first we'll finish the behind the scenes and then we'll yeah, finish. Right. <laughs> so you can just picture like... I'm looking for Negan. I'm Negan. I'm Negan. I'm Negan. I'm Negan. Is it just oh, okay. a Spartacus uh, just, yeah. <laughs> I am Negan. <laughs> Fine, you're so, all Negan. Just get the hell out of here. The weird thing is, is as much Negan as we've seen the last few weeks, we haven't even seen Negan. <laughs> like, yes. uh, is that confusing? Yes. Very um, confusing. Yes. I don't know where Negan is. I don't, I've seen a lot of Negan, but not the Negan. Yeah. It's right, it's yeah. definitely Negan full and Negan less. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It sounds like I'm saying a bad word every time I say that. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's starting to get a little dirty. You say the word enough, and you're like, "Is it spelt right? Am I swearing?" Excuse the shit out of my goddamn French. Oops, sorry. Yeah. Um, can you use so, yeah. Negan's name in vain? Is that like is that something we can do? Your penis. How's that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so it's been a while, huh? A few weeks since Just we've all been on this show. Yeah, it doesn't feel it's, like we've been gone long. That we're 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 back at it. You know, like <laughs> we're yeah, we're already neganing around. I'd say uh, this yeah. is the best banter I've had in a while. So I'm glad. I know. it's been too long. Crazy how uh, things just come up and get in the way. But um, the Walking Dead keeps going, and so does zombie content. Um, well, you know, yeah. 
I um I played a little more of that, uh, and we're, I know we're not talking about it a lot today, but I played a little more of that Resident Evil Seven, mm. and um, I gotta tell you guys, I I am like on the verge from buying an Oculus Rift. Uh, does it support the Rift? Uh, it does. Uh, my suggestion to you would be don't buy it for that because I hear that game makes you motion sick. I'm okay with that. I. Yeah, yeah, I am a little worried. I, I wouldn't buy it just for that, but man, so like it's at the Best Buy, the local Best Buy that I have down down the street from my house here, um, and it's just so tempting, you know. And like I'm thinking of like, oh, can you imagine like a 3D Resident Evil Seven? Like, then it just makes me want to play more zombie games in 3D, like zombies on a plane or something. Um, I'm not seeing support on the page. It's I supposed thought, to be supported. I thought it was only PlayStation VR that it supported. I thought it was supported for the Oculus Rift too. I mean, it could. Ha- it, I, I'm not saying it couldn't have it eventually. It maybe I'll buy a PlayStation VR instead. Yeah, I've I've what heard that? interesting things about the PlayStation VR. Now it should be mentioned. Um, right now, Resident Evil Seven is on sale on Steam. They it's uh, it's gone down by 25, percent which is pretty good. I haven't still take picked long it up. get it. <laughs> what? Didn't take long to go on sale, did it? No, but it's got a forty dollar season pass. It'll be fine. Uh, I think that uh, I I haven't picked it up yet, and I've been using the excuse that I've just got too many other games to play. But really, and honestly, I was sitting here and I'm like, I kind of want something different to play. I came to the conclusion that I don't think I want to play that game. I don't think I can do scary games. No, I don't think I can do it. I just I, I don't think, well, I, then I don't think you could be on this show anymore. Well, <laughs> when was the last time yeah, we talked there. about a scary game? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll be honest, Resident Evil 7 is not that scary after you get through the first hour. Yeah, okay. Don't listen to Lou. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and and you know what? I would really love for uh, to do a spoiler cast of Resident Evil 7. And, and even if I haven't played it, I just I would like to hear more about it. I thought I wasn't going to play it. I'd skipped on a few of my normal podcasts that were doing spoiler conversations. I kind of wish I hadn't. But uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm... I'm cautiously optimistic about it. I don't think there'll be time to play it anytime soon, what with Mass Effect and, and Horizon still burning a hole in my hard drive. But uh, I, I, it could be an interesting different game. It still looks different enough that it could mix things up a little bit. Um, yeah. But it's on sale now, and um, if for those that have been holding off for that and for a Steam sale, now's the perfect time to pick it up. Um, well, you know what though? Let's let's go ahead. Let's talk about a couple different uh, zombie games. Switch the news up a little bit and break it down like this. I him spaghetti. I don't know. I don't have the bumper there. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, we need new bumpers um, so, anyway. So <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So uh, a couple zombie games we want to talk about in the news today too. By the way, um, one of them called Road Trip. It was a. It, it never came out. It was an open-ended zombie apocalypse adventure. Mm-hmm. It looked kind of fun. It did, but um, it kind of looks like we got the best version of it with State of Decay. Uh, although State of Decay is kind of like driving from one city to the next in a very, like, it's a big map, but it's it's still, like, limited. It looked like this game was going to be more like Death Road to Canada, but in 3D, where you're, you're traveling between cities and then foraging at cities and then traveling. And the micromanagement of that might have been interesting with the whole, like, scavenging for gas, having enough to get to the next spot. And I would I would hope that, you know, State of Decay 2, with its expanded world, maybe looks at adding these elements. Because they just nailed everything else. It seems like the next logical step. 
Yeah. I don't know. I mean, to me, yeah, I mean, it definitely had a state of decay feel, but man, like it just, it reminded me of how much fun like an open world zombie game could really be, you know, like a serious zombie game. I, I don't know. It just seemed to me. Lou, did you watch the video at all? I did not. Oh, so you have no because, idea what we're talking about. Because I'm a dumbass and I'm in the wrong notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. There's this cool like open world game where you can use the environment around you. Like you could block doors and um, the, you know what the coolest thing I saw on that though, Ryan, was the shooting over the behind you. Did mm-hmm. you see that? Yeah. Lou, you could be running away, and your character could kind of point the gun over his shoulder behind him and shoot at the zombies as he was running. Almost like a didn't look very accurate, but like kind of like a getaway type of move. I thought it was pretty cool. Small stuff like that in the games just make me want to play them. Yeah, and you know what? It would have came out at a time when there wasn't a lot of zombie content. Um, yeah, I think they said it was an Xbox game. Xbox 360 and PS3 or something, yeah. or Xbox was it Xbox One? I don't remember. I I it was well I, I think it was one or the other. Um, it it just it kind of looked like here. I'm pulling it up now. I'm we'll, uh, I'm looking I'm looking at the YouTube. 2009 video. planned to be released Xbox 360 PS3, uh, French studio Hydrovision Entertainment. Uh, yeah, this I'll, would have been a 360 or a PlayStation 3 game. Yeah, yeah, and State yeah. of Decay was released four years later, so a very early 360 game, um, and yeah, and it says uh, with a strong non-romantic relationship between the two main protagonists, a man and a woman, somehow slim- similar to what Naughty Dog did many years later in The Last of Us. Yeah, uh, it's it's you know I love I love watching these unseen 64 and uh, 64 beta type videos where you get to see versions of games that may not have happened or weren't even released, and the fact that we have so little video game content coming out in the zombie genre, it's just really cool to see what developers were trying, even if it is a little bit of a sting to know that it never came out. I mean, <laughs> yeah. We were obsessed about that trailer at E3 for uh, Dead Island 2 because it was just so yep. snappy. And that game probably is not it's, coming out. It's never coming out. Yeah. And that was a pre-rendered trailer, but still it was nice to to see them doing zombie content proper. And uh, not to say Dying Light wasn't you know an interesting stab at it, but uh, I would have loved to see a more colorful version of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Go ahead, Lou. I was going to say... I'd like to see a a I'd like to see something with less parkour. Yeah. Cuz yeah, less parkour. Yeah. What they were trying to do but that game was just not for me. Yeah, so the the other game I wanted to talk about real quick too mm-hmm. uh, was Dead Rising 4, some DLC um called uh Frank Rising. Have um none of us have picked this up, right? No. No, it just showed up on Steam uh this week or last week. I think it was on sale on Steam, was it not? No. Oh, that was. Anyways, um, yeah, so it just launched on Steam. It was exclusive to Windows Windows games? 10. Windows 10. It, was a, it was exclusive to Windows 10 Marketplace, and it didn't sell well, so they brought it to Steam. Yeah. Yeah, and that's something that um, Xbox games have, have talked about in the past in terms of games that... Uh, that don't necessarily have to exist only on the Windows Store, and they will come to, to Steam, but I feel like doing it later is kind of a disservice to gamers. Like, if you look at the price here, you've got uh, Dead Rising 4, Season Pass, 
and the game. It's like a hundred bucks. Yeesh, man. Canadian dollars, of course, but it didn't review. It didn't get really good reviews, did it? You can no. Buy it for nine ninety nine though. So the thing is, though, what do you think of the story, though? Frank West is a zombie, and then he gets kind of cured, and then he's got to try and like kill zombies and find other survivors before he completely turns. I don't know. I like that concept. It, it's an I like that concept. concept. Yeah, it's definitely something I really want to play, but it's not um, not something I'm going to rush run run right out and and buy full price. Yeah, well, it drops I was going to say, especially where reviews were not that hot. So Yeah, well, it drops out on April, right? I mean, that's what they're saying for mm-hmm. for this. So, I don't know. Um, I don't know. It could be interesting. Maybe maybe if the price is right, the th- three of us can play it. That'd be that'd be fun. Yeah. But um, we, we also have the tall, the tall Tales, Telltale's Walking Dead coming out soon, right? Yeah. Yep, there's a trailer for that just came out today, I believe. Oh yeah, really? So. I missed that. Um, we never dis- we discussed the first episode on the show, but we never discussed the second episode. And I feel like when we discuss the third episode, we'll have to cover what little happened on the on the second. Although I, I was going like, to say I don't uh, really remember too much happening on the second. There was like some stuff uh, near the end, I think. Uh, You're always right. What, I, what <laughs> yeah. I was going to say is I have not been in a rush to go back to that game because I have to replay the entire first chapter again. No, you do. Oh yeah, that's right. You yeah. were saying that. Wait, didn't that happen to you? Yeah. What is happening? It's happen- Why? It, it's happened to me with every Telltale game I've, bu- I've bought. I play the first episode. When the second episode comes back, comes out, it tells me that I need to replay the first episode again. So wait, are you saying that when the third episode comes out, you'll have to play chapter one and two again? Two, yes. Okay, something's going Ooh. on with your saves. What, what, that, I've never had that. That is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like the... Um... You remember, I played through the first episode twice just to make some different decisions, and I regretted that after yeah, a while. Yeah, that's, that's a mistake. <laughs> that's, never, ever do that with Telltale Games. And this is the thing. So episode three is coming out next Tuesday. It's been three months since, I'd say probably closer to four months since we've we've last played it, because it came out like early December, or like right before Christmas, I think. And uh, yeah, it's more Walking Dead. And we're going to get more Walking Dead with episode three coming out tomorrow, and yeah, I mean, I I feel like the you know Telltale's Walking Dead has kind of gone the way of the actual Walking Dead, where it's just it's there, it's the Walking Dead certainly, but is it doing anything different? Is it doing anything new? Is it doing what we loved about Walking Dead season one? You know, it was that, no. that game got Game of the Year awards, man. I even yeah. said it was my Game of the Year when it <clears throat> came out. Yeah, you did. This fallen this series has fallen pretty far, and I, I think not because it's become a terrible game. It's no Michonne, but I think it's just become stale. Like every Telltale product, I just I I don't know. Well, like, I think part of the problem is is there's too much Walking Dead. I think we're reaching. As much as I enjoy Walking Dead, I think we're hitting the wall. Yeah, you think so? I oh, think I agree. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know anybody that's watching regular Walking Dead right now and is, like, super excited about this season. People go, oh, yeah, Negan, he's interesting. Yeah, uh, when are they going to kill him and move on? And I'm like, uh, you're in for another whole season of this. Yeah. <laughs> and some some of the people I've talked to have been like, really? I'm in for another? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh. Uh. Yeah. And I'm like... <laughs> And I'm, so I and not just that, but I think we're hitting a wall just in general. I mean, 
How many stores do you go into now where there isn't a poster for Walking Dead? I can't go into a comic book shop. I can't go into a bookstore. I can't go into a, a movie store without, oh, yeah, Walking Dead, Walking Dead, Walking Dead. And I understand that it's popular. It's really popular, but I have a funny feeling the popularity is about to fade. I think we're going to see numbers drop off oh, by well, the end well, of the season. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Um I do want to talk real quick about Netflix making a medieval Korean zombie show. Kind um, of excited for that. Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. The last Netflix show with zombies seemed pretty good. I've only watched a few episodes, but hey, what was that? Santa Clara Diet or something? Yep. So <clears throat> we got to, I don't know, this one supposedly, it, it's got a whole thing behind it. Um, it's called Kingdom, which plans to bring it streaming. No, no, that's the TV. Is that the... Is he going to have Jerry? Jerry! (laughs) Jerry! Well said, Jerry. (laughs) Jerry. Um, (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, I don't know. That could be interesting. Netflix has had some pretty good run of uh, original content lately, so I'd be okay with that. What do you guys think? Well, I'm interested in it just because of the sheer fact it's going to be different. Is it... uh, Now, this is going to sound like I'm a... Uh, the opposite of a film snob. Is it uh, subtitled or will it be? Like... It, it will be subtitled. If okay. they, if Netflix, if, if it's like Netflix has done with some of its other TV shows that are foreign, you will. It will be subtitled. Yeah, you you know the thing is, um, uh, I have a friend at work who keeps he, who knows I do a zombie podcast, and he keeps coming up to me like every couple weeks. Have you watched Have you watched Train to Busan yet? The, the the Korean zombie <laughs> film zombies on a plane or train. I'm like, no, I haven't watched it yet. I've you know I'm busy and and he's like, oh, you gotta watch it. It's first, it's you call yourself a zombie fan. You haven't watched Train to Busan. You gotta watch Train to Busan. <laughs> uh, so we kind of owe people like a film commentary, and I've I've been itching for film commentary. Maybe we watch Train to Busan because it's listed right here as like a. If you like Train to Busan, you'll look forward to Netflix's new medieval korean zombie show i am up yeah. for that i am up for that uh my only suggestion is, is we need to find out if it's subtitled or not because it might not be fun to watch a sh- movie that's subtitled oh it is subtitled and yeah well we had pretty much we had fun with the dutch version <laughs> didn't we yeah didn't we? <laughs> yeah but we might not want to do audio commentary on a subtitled film that is we a good might point. end we might end up with wrong, incorrect versions again. It is subtitled, so maybe we will just watch it on our own time and discuss it. But and this is the thing I've been toying with as as um, I watch Walking Dead, and, and we'll get into this again probably or more once we start talking about it. Um, I've started to feel like this is, you know, fear the walk. I actually talked about this on Gamers in because I I will say this right now. When I was watching the the, le- the latest episode of Walking Dead, the other side, I just played zelda on the switch while while it played in the background and you know i i caught the gist of the episode and i was like all right whatever check it off um but i'm thinking like fear the walking dead sort of started this this trend and i think this season of the walking dead has kind of cemented the fact that maybe the week-to-week conversations about the walking dead don't become as much of a focus when we have so much other fun cool stuff that we could be covering um if we really just you know look at what's coming out you know you look at resident evil 7 if we had like really focused on that we could have said okay walking dead isn't is going to set aside for a bit you know focus on that for a little bit um yeah i i think you know not not saying that the walking dead goes away uh 
at all or from the show or whatever like i'm still gonna watch it but the fact that last this time last year i was avoiding spoilers very badly because i would still check the subreddit i would still check people's theories uh i was watching it sunday i was you know if i wasn't watching it sunday i was watching it like right as soon as i got home from work on monday and these days i was like all right i better watch it it was like 11 o'clock on a tuesday when i watched it because i was like well i have to watch it for wednesday um but yeah not to say that i'm not looking forward to the show but in as in zamp but i'm not looking forward to the walking dead and i would almost i would almost put forward the suggestion that you know it's not a this is a spoiler but we've discussed on the show enough that people shouldn't be spoiled by it but there is a there's a time jump a time gap i almost wish that in the show they would use that time gap to just literally take two years off and then come back into a final season or something um they won't amc is not going to do that because it is making them money no and i completely agree with you like amc is going to and i don't even think i'm not even saying amc is going to run the show into the ground i think they're just going to keep the train on the tracks they're not gonna they're not gonna derail it i don't think we're gonna have another moment where like this show is unwatchable because these episodes aren't terrible no i'll i'll be honest well these episodes aren't terrible but they're not interesting either yeah you, oh, you should expect we, more should we should we play should we get official and play the theme and then get into yes. this thing yeah like, yeah sorry yeah all right let's talk about three episodes of the walking dead and where <laughs> it's going from here ever since you got here you haven't said a word to me would you look at me please your fault. It was. No, it wasn't. You're one of the good things in this world. That's what Glenn thought. And he would know, because he was one of the good things too. I wanted to kill that guy too. I want to string them all up and watch them die. But we have to win. Help me win. So finally got some closure there, huh? Yeah. I think you bit, yeah. you you picked um, probably one of the moments in these last three episodes that cemented the fact that this show is still really good. The fact mm-hmm. that we thought that the show would go downhill with, oh, Maggie's gonna blame Daryl and Daryl's gonna be this and Maggie's gonna do that. And and honestly, this was this was a really well put together outcome from what happened six months ago on the show. Uh, when we watched the first episode, th- to see it come full circle and, and Daryl, that guilt come out 
which you never you never see Daryl do that, and it yeah. happens. And and Maggie's like, no, like I wanted to do the same thing, but I, I like my my body was not allowing me to. And she, you know, she would have done the same thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's just it. I'm glad you played that because you know before we were talking about the show, we were saying, oh, I don't know where it's going. <laughs> and then you play that clip, and it's like, okay, yeah, whatever episode that was from. It, it made that episode a little better. Um, but you just wish they had even thinking on, on, on pacing of these shows and, and storyline and, and characters. Because um, I think that was from the other side, the most recent episode. It was, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, everyone's going to talk about that episode about how it was just this t- stupid, cliche, like, predictable Sasha-Rosita conflict resolution episode but there's that moment that happens in the background of it, and it's just, it it, it sucks. <laughs> <coughs> Don't get me wrong. <sighs> Let me get ready for this. <laughs> I was gonna say, are you gonna get on your? Did you just get on a soapbox? You sound taller. Let me just. Uh, okay. Um, I let's. Okay, maybe we should break down the episodes that we've, let's, we let's we let's yeah let's start yeah. from the start. So there's been there's been some moments in every one of these episodes that have really just hooked me in and really made me realize why I love this show. So let's first talk about um, say yes. That was the episode where Rick um, had to convince the what were they what are they called the scavengers the scavengers right that's the one where he had to convince them to join up with him to the fight against Negan right. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that was the one where him and Michonne were getting guns for the scavengers so that they would help. Was that what that was? Yes. And then Bury Me Here was about what? <laughs> that was that was with the kingdom. They had to give their their the okay, savior's their right. thing. Okay. So yeah, you're right. So say did we yes do was, the uh, Eugene episode? We did do the Eugene episode. Yeah, you did. So there was so, no yeah. Negan in these episodes. There was literally one I was thinking of a different episode. <laughs> So with with uh, say yes, it was a completely focused on Rick and Michonne, which I thought was awesome. Um, that that was the highlight of that episode when they were out there getting the guns and killing the zombies, and I was like, "This is awesome!" And the fact that there were no saviors, it was yep. just it it was an interesting adventure. And then when they showed up with the scavengers, and the scavengers were like, "Oh, it's not enough guns. We're gonna need more guns if you want us to help." And I was like uh-huh that was cheap yeah and and there was a lot of moments in this episode that were cheapened by the fact that um like rick dies and michonne grieves like in, in shock on the episode and then and then no wait rick's fine um i, I, I thought that bait and switch was terrible i just was, i i didn't oh, think see, it was good. i loved that bait i was gonna say i really? i liked I, I think we all knew, obviously, that Rick wasn't going to die. Oh, but course. I like I love Michonne's reaction of like she just gave up, man. She was ready to go. Um, yeah. Did you see that? She was just like, without Rick, I have nothing. You know what I mean? Like it showed yeah. that true love for the two of them, and you know, yeah. you could tell like every thought that was going through her mind. Like I can't live on without this guy. And well, not mm-hmm. just that, but it's not just that she can't. can't she ha- can't live without him. It's fuck. I, somebody else in my life that I care about is now yeah. dead. Yeah. I fucking give up. That's what it was. <laughs> and and they were doing it a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One they, more day. I, I, I could have done with <clears throat> right? a little less of that. 
It was kind of funny because I was like, oh, again, huh? All right. Yeah, it kind of makes sense, though, like when you think about it. Like they're all in this community together. He's living with his son, his daughter, his babysitter. And and you can't even have fun times without Jesus showing up and you're just naked. Like remember that (laughs) little bit? You wonder why they waited until they were out on the road together. Yeah, Uh, slaying zombies. and My favorite part about... love. (laughs) The name of my uh, cover band. Um, That's a good cover band. But I I think my favorite part about this episode was the fact that it focuses on some of my favorite parts of the entire show, which are the humor. Um, And just, I was watching, again, sorry folks, I play The Walking Dead uh, No Man's Land, and they have behind-the-scenes videos every every week. And the the behind-the-scenes video for this episode was the the actor who plays Rick Grimes, Andrew Lincoln, saying, my favorite acting for this show is when I get to play a frustrated Rick because it's just hilarious. And I agree. It's it, When he's trying to pull the zombie out of yeah. the car, yep. <laughs> that yeah. was good. It was good. I'll give you that. It, the, the comedy in there was just great, but it was mixed in with perfect amounts of action too. Mm-hmm. And like Lou said, we it was, it was two people trying to survive, getting by the zombies, no saviors, you know. But the problem is the whole time you're watching, like, one of the saviors coming. But then they pick the car that doesn't have brakes, and you're like, <laughs> this, that's just great. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and it's funny because the, the zombies are a threat, but it's almost like they're not taking them too seriously, you know? Right. And, yeah. and it just it goes to show you how far they've come. In the first season, that many zombies, they would have run away. And at yeah. this point, it's like, oh, yeah, give me my knife. I can kill them all with a knife. Yeah. You know, the, the zombies are no longer a threat. But I think the highlight, not the highlight, but the, the biggest thing that with the end of this episode is where Rosita and Sasha discuss that they're going to kill Negan. Yeah. It was this episode at the end where she said she was going and Sasha would go with her, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll get back to that in a, mi- a few minutes. Yeah, because that scene was pretty nonchalant. Them them working together for the, you know, they're both strong headed. They both lost people, and Sasha's lost uh, more. Multiple. Actually, both of them have lost a lot. Like you know, Sasha's mm-hmm. lost her brother, uh, and Rosita's basically lost her crew. Like <clears throat> that she started yeah. off with. Like Abraham's dead. Eugene is presumed missing and tortured. Um, and yeah. It's just you can see that they're broken. Uh, this part of this episode isn't the problem with that relationship. It's um, when they actually start to focus. Like, I wasn't as annoyed as everybody else with Rosita and Sasha being at each other's throats until last week's episode. Um, but there's a lot more to go through before we get to that. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, I know. So, so we should talk about Bury Me Now. Bury Me Here. Yeah. Bury me. I got. I Sounds like a country and, song, doesn't it? And in this episode, <laughs> no. I'm not even going to comment on it's that. Fine. Yeah, go ahead. Skip that one, buddy. And anyway, Ezekiel and the the kingdom uh, are going to make a deal with the saviors again, where they're going to trade supplies and uh, everything on the way to delivering. It goes wrong. Uh, they're missing an item that was there 10 minutes ago. Somebody put a roadblock in their path. They find somebody's headstone that says, bury me here. And they don't know what it means. And lo and behold, the person that set everything up gets an innocent person killed. And now they want to... Uh, 
now they want to use that person's martyrdom to continue waging their war. Yeah. Yeah. This That's episode, the whole episode. It, it is the whole episode, but I think I liked the um, struggles between the kingdom and the saviors because that group of saviors were at least like, yeah, I'm being forced to be bad people towards you. But we can do this without there being bloodshed if you follow the rules and the you rules. don't talk shit. And they were that that was the relationship they had, and they were able to. The fact that they're coming and asking for twelve melons did that not seem like a small amount to you guys? <laughs> no, if you listen, did. if you listen to the dialogue, they apparently sent somebody to the kingdom to find out what the offering would be. And Ezekiel told oh, them they could yeah. spare twelve melons. Oh, I that see. That the, the vegetables yeah. are been rotting or something like that. Well, their the their 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 garden was under attack or something. They were talking yeah. about. Yeah. But okay, so that that makes a little more sense. And it's we knew Richard was kind of on the edge. He wants them to go, and he thought, man, this new person who's seen some shit is going to help me. But honestly, you could ha- not have the worst new person to help you kill people, which is uh, Morgan. And yeah. he's frustrated with that. And you could tell because even when he's out with Daryl, he sends Daryl away a couple episodes ago in a, in a fit because he tries to use Carol as bait. And uh, sorry. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just he was heading on a collision course of something. Something bad was going to happen. And we knew that. Um, but the fact that he was trying to, you know, he was going to sacrifice himself. Of course, the, the, the trigger happy kid isn't going to shoot him. He like by this time you'd think they'd know that in a world as damned as this you're not going to do what clearly those people want you to do you're going to you're going to do the opposite the thing that will really hurt them which is take out the young kid who has a has an upstart um yeah it's just it was it, it was pretty predictable but it was also like they handled it they still handled it well like the episode in the way the saviors handled it, like the kid, the guy who shot the kid, um, was obviously a little like loose in the head. And I love the moment when they came back to, uh, to do the offering of the one melon. I like the structure of the show where they show them putting the melon in and everyone's like really upset. And you're like, okay, well that was weird. Um, and when the okay. saviors come to collect the melon, they ask, Oh, how's the kid? And they say, well, he's dead. And he just turns the guy who shot him and is like, you're going to need to walk away right now. Start walking home before I kill you. And I thought that was that was a really good way of showing the fact that the person who's in charge of this group of saviors is still – he's not a, he's a bad guy, but he's not a terrible bad guy. Like he's right. – he's so just trying I, to make I, sure he doesn't get killed, so he's doing this for Negan. And he's, and, a, yeah. he's, he's obviously a bad guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think asking the dude to walk away was the wrong choice. I think he should have shot him there. I think it would have meant something more. Well, yeah, I, I could see that. I could see that. It, I mean, but then again, what are you going to really do, you know? Well, Negan probably would have gotten upset that Negan shot Negan and killed Negan. So we wouldn't <laughs> yeah, have wanted that. Have Negan, can't have well, Negan dying in episode 12. Yeah. My, gri- my, my, my complaint with that moment is at every turn, 
Negan never seems to hesitate to kill people to put fear in them or keep them from breaking the rules. And that dude obviously was breaking the rules. He instigated fights where there shouldn't have been fights. He caused issues, caused problems, and he killed an innocent person, which was obviously not the person he was supposed to shoot, but he was just being a jerk. And he put them all at risk by doing that. You know what I mean? And that deserves a punishment. And making him walk home is not really a punishment. (laughs) That's something you do to, like, (laughs) I don't know. You say it like that, Lou. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I would have. I, I think he should have at least been maimed in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen a savior shoot him in the leg and then say, "Now walk home." You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean he certainly has has it coming to him. Uh, we we want to see him suffer because he is such a senseless, reckless asshole. And the yeah. fact that he does he gets the walk home right now punishment that you would probably. Um, I don't know, say to a, a kid uh, at the park for hitting another kid, like probably a bad example. You probably wouldn't want to send your kid walking home by themselves. But, but anyways, it's just, it's like, it just seemed, it seemed like an interesting reaction for what was going on, but it, it still felt like, yeah, that punishment doesn't fit the crime. Um, you shot a kid. You didn't, you didn't need to shoot the kid. Clearly you should have shot the warrior, right? Like, right. Yeah. I don't know. It just and and, and and the way the way their argument unfolds is, you get the distinct impression that he was told if things go down, you shoot Richard. Yeah, he like, was already it, promised like, he would be first. Right. It, it was it was literally the dialogue that they had, and it it sounds to me <clears throat> like that was the original plan, and that that guy just said, "Nah, I want to be able to be a jerk some more, so I'm going to shoot the kid." Yeah. And, and, but I, I, the reason he didn't shoot Richard is because he could clearly tell Richard was asking for it. Or right. not asking for it, but wanted it in a way. Yeah. Like, you could tell yeah. clearly. He walked into the, into the butt of the gun. And, and um, you know, the, if this is the episode we get that convinces the kingdom to go after the saviors, I thought it was a really good episode. It was a good episode that was needed. Um, it was a good episode that was needed, but I am not convinced that they are uh, prepared to fight uh, the saviors. Well, I, I don't know. <clears throat> the The whole point of the episode, right, was for Richard to to spark the war, right, with his own death. Um, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the plan all along, right? I'm trying to remember two weeks ago. That was the plan. And he he basically he wanted he wanted Ezekiel to see that the Sabres will do such stupid stuff or the most petty things that he would just spark the war for them. Um, and the the I think the 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 best part about this episode is getting um, Morgan back. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I, I I really do enjoy the fact that we we got Morgan back in a serious way. I mean, he he did strangle Richard, right? I do remember that correctly. Don't yeah, I? he did yes. that. Yeah. So, as proof Morgan, to the saviors that the kingdom would take no shit, like this guy betrayed us, he's dead now. We will continue to serve, and I right. don't know whether, or, or well, I do know that that was him basically. Like, okay, I can kill now, and I'm going to do it for the good of the people. And I don't know, like capital punishment in this world, strangling him to death probably wasn't the best thing to do, but he was pissed, and he did kill a child, even if he didn't mean to. Like Benjamin's dead, which yeah. was his well, student. Well, not just that, but 
the whole issue too is so he put them all at risk. Any one of them could have been shot. The king oh, yeah. could have been shot. Yeah. It, any of them could have been shot by his plan. It really was not well thought out. Just because <laughs> no. they promised to shoot you first doesn't mean they're going to shoot you first. You yeah. think of all and people, he would know that the Savior's word means nothing. Right. And, and, and not only that, but say they had shot Ezekiel and killed him. Do you think that the kingdom is going to go to war over them shooting Ezekiel? I think the kingdom cowers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, to me, the episode was okay. Uh, I do like, I mean, the the thought of Morgan, like, whittling his, his fighting stick with a sharp point at the end of it. I was like, oh, we got Morgan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I kind of like that part of it. Uh, <clears throat> Carol doing him a favor by kind of swapping... Um, Houses, I guess. <laughs> she, she's going to be the one that really says, we're, we're going to fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, she's going to convince Ezekiel that they're going to fight, and they're going to fall in love. I don't know. They're, you know, Ezekiel's... Anyway, that's that's a different spoiler. <laughs> um, oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Way down the road, though. Don't worry about that one. <clears throat> so, uh, I, I think that um, at, at the end of this episode, when you get the whole Morgan Carroll switcheroo, when, when Morgan just walks in and it's like, you really want to know? Well, I, I've had a shitty day, so I'm going to ruin your day. Negan killed Abraham, Glenn, Spencer, Olivia. Boom! And just yeah. walks into the house. It's just like, you know, doesn't even give her a second chance to say, oh, no, I don't want to know. And... Uh, the fact well, yeah. that with this with this series of events, you have both of them wanting to go after the saviors, one in what might be a kind of a crazy way and one in a more calculated way. Um, like, Carol seems to be much more on the level than, than Morgan is at this point. Um, but I don't know. It'll be I, interesting I to see. I don't remember Morgan being there for Spencer's death, though. Well, he was told by Daryl. He wasn't there for any of the deaths. Oh, did Daryl tell him? It was yeah. Daryl or Rick. Rick told them. Okay, I remember him telling them about the whole uh, all the others or whatever. But um, yeah, I just thought that was what you. I couldn't remember. But <clears throat> so that episode we build up. So each one of these episodes we're building both closer and closer what they're calling all out war, right? Um, so the first episode, really all about Rick getting the scavengers and dude, I love that fight by the way with the spiky zombie guy. Yeah. That was awesome. Like the, the gladiator style fight. I thought that was great. Um, so we're, we're getting Rick to go with the scavengers and really build that group up. Um, so we're getting this last episode was the kingdom, right? Like getting them to be on board with yep. this. Um, and we got a little bit of Hilltop with Maggie kind of taking over and like trying to prepare everyone to fight. But we kind of lost momentum with the Rosita Sasha story. Um, yeah, well, well, not only that, but I think this the the hilltop story is interesting in its own. Yeah. Maggie and Daryl are there. Uh, the saviors show up because they're going to take the doctor. And oh yeah, because he killed you, the last doctor. So, yeah, because he who happens to be that guy's brother. I know, right? What are the what are the odds? <laughs> yeah, and so he kills that guy's brother. Wants him to come take over, right? And so. So that's an interesting plot point. And Maggie and Daryl are talking about taking over the hilltop and getting them to fight and getting everything ready. They have that heartfelt moment we just we just listened to a few minutes ago, yeah. you know, and everything. And in itself, it's it, it's really interesting because Jesus has the moment where like he, he basically tells them that I forget what's the name of the guy in charge of the hilltop. 
Gregory? Gregory. Uh, he basically tells them, I don't think we can trust Gregory. And at every turn, Gregory is shown that he is going to double-cross them all. And yeah. he pretty much outright tells Jesus he's going to double-cross him. Yeah, he which did, is, he, it, yeah. It, it's like, it's like, dude, I, don't, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't wake up tomorrow, Gregory. Are you that really that stupid? You know why he's going to double-cross them all? Famous rhubarb preserves. That's why. I, I, I am. Um, the more we see Gregory in this show, the more I really love the portrayal of uh, the, the actor that's playing Gregory. Yes, yeah, he's yeah, doing he a fantastic a good job. job. And also Simon, Simon, uh, Simon, and Gregory when they're on screen interacting. That's some of my. That's that was about some of the favorite stuff of this episode. Probably the yes. best part of this yeah. episode yeah that was a good um, that was definitely good the the interaction between the two of them was a lot of fun yeah the tequila and and i hope we see more of that like they kind of hinted oh come by the come by the compound and we'll have you checked up whenever you need it you know just here's a note like they're kind of in cahoots now but less of a i'm under your thumb and more of a hey you've proven that we can get along so you're kind of you're not my equal but you're getting there we're partners right, right. kind of thing. <clears throat> I really yeah. like that. And I, and I just want to see more Simon, you know, if, if anything, if Simon's our, our mini Negan, uh, throughout the season, cause they couldn't put more Negan in. I'm, I'm happy with more Simon cause he's fantastic. He's a good character to watch. He's definitely, um, he's definitely fun to watch. Uh, and his interactions are always fun, no matter who he's, you know, talking to and dealing yeah. with. Yeah. So, and, and we, uh, we, uh, the, they, they steal the doctor. So I didn't realize that um, I didn't really put two and two together that when they killed the first doctor and they said they had another doctor, they it were was talking the, about Hilltop. They were talking about the Hilltop doctor yeah, and right. their brothers. I didn't, re- I, I didn't realize that either. Yeah, I thought oh they just had two doctors and man talk about a dick of a big brother right like if you have <laughs> yeah. uh, your big brother's kind of an <clears throat> asshole and your younger brother's like. I'm going to make sure this pregnant lady stays healthy and I'm all nice and rainbows and sunshine. It's like, what the hell happened at the dinner table to you two? Like you guys flew off in different directions. Oh man. Well, one of them is Negan. Oh yeah, that's right. One of them was Negan. I forgot about that. Well, they're both Negan now. Well, now they're, yeah, now they're Negan forever. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Go ahead, Luke. I was going to say, we should talk about the elephant in the room for this episode. Negan? No, Sasha and Rosita. Oh, we don't have to talk about that, do we? Um, I think. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay. Um, we gotta have some people die, right? Right. Um, Sasha's got a new TV show that she's on, right? (laughs) That is also dying, evidently. She's she's gonna be the lead in the new Star Trek TV show. Yep. Um, so my thing is, is, uh, we haven't had a, uh, this, okay. <clears throat> I get, I get it. So there's two women that, uh, listen, if I, if I had the chance, um, I would avenge Abraham's death too, <laughs> you know? Um, cause he was my favorite character and I don't have any more Abraham clips that I'll ever be able to pull again because of Negan. Um, but this, this just, it's been coming for so long. And what they did at the end of this last episode, I was like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Um, 
so basically Sasha, Rosita, they're out there. <clears throat> they're going, they're like, oh yeah, we're going to do it. And Rosita's all like, we're going to do it. We're going to, we're going to kill him. Don't you back down on me now, Sasha. And Sasha the whole time is like, no, I'm fine. You know, kind of quiet. Then they have this moment in this building, right? Where they just talk about how much they both loved Abraham. And I was like sitting there going, me too. Me too. But, um, all of a sudden, because of that, they're super cool friends now. You know what I mean? Well, and, and, well, so I understand the motivation of what they were trying to do here as the layout characters. Yeah. I, I understand that completely. But I thought we established this in the end episode back when we – in Say Yes. I thought it was established – yeah, we're gonna put our past aside and we're gonna yeah, kill Negan. We're gonna go and then together. I fe- and then I felt like this entire <laughs> this entire segment where they worked together, in between what was going on with Daryl and Maggie, I was like, no, no, no. I thought we established this already. Like, you don't need to. Re- I don't need a refresher in in Sasha and Rosita. I get it. They're working together. Put them working, and they're like on each other's throat again when they were interacted. They're they're sneaking through things. And one yep. of them's looking at a car, one of them's talking to the thing, and, like, Rosita's, like, being an asshole. And I'm like, wait, no. I thought we were beyond this point. Why are we taking – why did we take two steps forward and one step back? Yeah, like, right. Like, like, I don't have an issue with the moment where they bond in the, the, the camping, but everything that led up to that felt like two steps back from what we got at the end of uh, episode 12. And I was like, uh, th- it seemed drama for drama's sake. Yeah, it, it kind of was. And they just, <clears throat> this is where The Walking Dead falls victim to. They can't ever get ready to kill off a character without having a giant story leading up to it. Oh, not just right? a story, I, I, but like a story that clearly is, is is foreshadowing a person's death or disappearance or or whatever. And I, I don't know, like, I know writing is hard, and I know adapting uh, mater- existing material is also hard, but there's a way you could have done this that, especially with the way they've been spreading the Rosita-Sasha issues across the episodes, um, it just seems weird to just dump it all on on a fire, you know, in, yeah. in this one, and have it all resolve <clears throat> perfectly, and then ten minutes later have it all fall apart again um like there's i don't want to jump to the end but i I do want to jump back a bit you know you you even the only character that notices sasha and rosita or the only two characters that noted that sasha and rosita are being complete off the wall crazy people is uh priest dude um yep uh, but you know we don't need to talk about him uh but also tara who's like what is up with you rosita you are being really weird and kind of kind of a bad guy here like can't we just do yeah. what rick says and be done with it and it's like oh, i'm blah, rick blah you're rick of this rick of that and it's like yeah I, I why why are these characters acting like teenagers you know yeah i mean i know uh, i know they loved abraham but seriously they're yeah. acting like teenagers <clears throat> like people who aren't thinking and they're not necessarily putting I, I will appreciate this with this whole kill Negan plot. They're not putting anybody else at risk, per se. They're not doing it at Alexandria where it could be easy to do it. They're not doing it at the hilltop. They're doing it at Sanctuary. No, no but you have to remember, if they do get caught and killed, 
Negan will know where they came from. Yeah. And yes, there will be recu- there will be repercussions. You know what I mean? Like they're not thinking f- all the way through. Like it's it's great that they want to kill Negan, but you if you're going to do something like this, you really should be waiting for everybody to be united. Because yeah. you're about to you're about to start the sparks of war that they're not ready to fight yet. Yeah, well, here's the here's the thing too. <clears throat> this is what kind of I think bothered me the most in that episode. Here's a girl that's been practicing her shot for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. You know, a very long time, mind you. Uh, she just sits out there and she just shoots that rifle for a while, and she's been really practicing her aim, everything like that. So my thing is, she says she doesn't have a clear shot at Negan, but. She did. You know, she kind of did. <laughs> like for a <laughs> you know? split moment there. A couple she, of times. Yeah. Yeah. And like at, at this point, I'm thinking to myself too, like if I'm on a suicide mission um, and I'm going to go kill someone, I'm I'm going to take whatever chance I have. So if there's another savior in front of that, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm probably going to take the shot anyway. You know, like, right. I don't know. It just seemed weird to me. Did it, did you guys have the same kind of thing too? Like, were you like, I would have just taken that shot? Yeah, uh, there was several saviors around him, but when he first came out the door, he was literally standing there with nobody around him. I was yeah. like, you had about five seconds to take the shot. Yeah, you didn't, <laughs> if you had, you hesitated to let him get into a group, and then you went, oh, I don't have a shot. No, you yeah. had a shot. You had a shot. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. Like, she had the shot, but I can kind of see her wavering from the aspect of, like, and I'm not questioning her skill because they never showed that she was still, like, working on it. And that shot was pretty pretty clear, pretty close. And, yeah, she, she could have taken it if she's taken all the other shots. Um, but from a standpoint of, I need to make sure I do this right, I really, 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 really want to kill Negan, so let's do this right and make sure it's 100%. Yeah. I can see her backing down um it's unfortunate that the show backed down because it would have been more interesting if she took the shot and it worked or didn't work i I don't know i just think there's two plot points here she takes the shot and she misses or she goes in and she doesn't kill negan we know those are the two that would have happened and the branching path that they chose was she doesn't take the shot and goes in herself um they, they even they even come across eugene when they go down there and you know you're anticipating like oh perfect they're gonna save eugene and eugene's like nah i'm cool i'm gonna stay here and he kind of shuts down um that surprised me it did it it was it was an interesting turn it didn't surprise me it was something i was anticipating from the way that other episode ended where he was like no i'm not going to help you kill negan because like in other words i'm i jeopardize myself and he knows that they're not going to make it. That go ahead, try and kill Negan, cry and rescue me. You're just going to get me killed. I don't want to die. I'm a coward. And and, and and you know, and my whole point at that point is, until he ended up with the saviors, Eugene was sort of redeeming himself as a character. He made he killed some zombies. He did some stuff, and it was he was becoming a actual member of the group not somebody that they had to carry along with them you know Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden he 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 meets negan 
and all of a sudden he's reverted back to his old self. Yeah, and and I, I, I just I don't know. I, I it's not like I I didn't see it coming, but I was still I, I was still happy that it that it went worked out that way because it's it's totally Eugene's character, right? For him yep. to kind of like shut down and be like, no, I I can't leave. I'm actually safe. I was safe at Alexandria, but I'm safe here, and you know I don't want that change again. And um, just like and, and you're right, he he's smart. He's always thinking three steps ahead, and he knows that if he yeah. leaves the compound, it's a Daryl situation all over again. They're gonna tear apart Alexandria Hilltop to try and find him, and he'll have to live in fear for the rest of his life or until Negan's taken down. So that's a that's a quick calculation he makes, but. I don't know if he's making the quick calculation or he's just shutting down because he's a coward. I, I still don't know that yet. Um, I believe that Eugene is not a turncoat. He's actually playing oh, the long game. Oh, I think game. he's a turncoat. I think he's a turncoat. Oh, you, you think he's do you think so? Do you think he's like officially Negan now? Yes. Do you uh, think Negan has made him Negan? Yes. I, I don't think he's. I don't think he's Negan. But you gotta I'm gonna give him... go. I'm going to go as far as to say. I don't think he survives the rest of the season. Oh, really? Well, um, you've been right about everything else, so why, why not be right about that too, Lou? Well, I, I, I have a funny feeling he will be dead before the season is out. Which is unfortunate because, again, he's he's actually one of the better characters on the show, and it would be unfortunate to see, to see him go. But honestly, I think where Eugene's at with the Saviors is, shows how smart Negan is as well because he sees the smart manipulative or manipulated person that you can use and say okay if this is a worm that's going to do everything they can to survive i can use this to my benefit and take advantage of their smart their smartness and he basically puts them in second in command you know alongside uh dwight i know that's crazy huh and it, it happens so quickly but you totally get why because all you have to do is keep him safe and he will continue to to help out and um, but getting back to the end of this episode, when Sasha locks Rosita out, again, it was just, it didn't make sense for the, you know, what happened in the course of a day in that episode. Like, you can't go from mortal enemies to best friends to super good friends. Like, I don't want you to die, so I'm going to go in myself. Like, that's just dumb. Like, it- well, my whole thought when I watched the moment where that happened was, oh, uh, they've killed off so many cast members this season, they have to hold back some. So now they're just going to kill off Sasha, and Rosita will get away. And we will get a Rosita for next season. That was my thought. Yeah, I haven't looked at the trailer for next uh, next week, but I, I did read that the photos that they released were pretty much were pretty spoilery for one of the characters. Not in terms of a death, but in terms of a capture. Um, but I, I didn't see it, but one can assume that it's not next episode. Isn't going to be like, Oh, Sasha's here. Bam. She's dead. I think Sasha is going to be the big death at the end of the season. And I, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to look at what's happening in her career and say, Oh yeah, she's probably going to die. But on that note, like where the hell's Heath? Is he not coming back? Like, is he dead? Did he die (laughs) off screen? They were just hoping that we forgot about him. <laughs> they were well, like, uh, he, uh, Heath is not coming back. Heath has his own new show now. Is Legacy doing well? Is that a, is No, that... it's not. Oh, well then, pff, I guess he chose the wrong boat to fly out in. Um, 
<laughs> but I'm, I'm curious. Here's the thing. I'm curious. This show never accidentally, uh, you know, sends people to pasture. You either die or you, you come back. And when you come back, the longer he's gone, the harder it is to prove his disappearance. Unless he's been captured, and he's like, oh, he was captured, and he's alive all this time. No, they're leaving him alone because they need to find out how well his Fox show does and whether or not he'll come back next season. Let's look this up. That's what will happen is they'll bring – if Legacy fails, they'll they'll, they'll weasel him his way back into the show. They'll find him along a path, and he'll be like, oh, thank you so much for rescuing me. By the way, did we kill the saviors? (laughs) <laughs> they'll oh, show up after the war is over and be like hey we did it <laughs> wow. um, so I, I think I know how Sasha dies and I, I think I know what happens uh, and is I that think a comic book spoiler yeah so it's, it's a not it's a it's yeah I'll tell it's a moment that happens in the comics to a character yeah. and you think it'll happen to Rosita Some, somebody has a bag over Sasha? their head maybe and they're so, sent back to the sh- Something like that. Jeez. Um, I, I yeah, yeah, but here's here's the here's the thing. And that and that moment that was dis- that was briefly described before we told Lou to, to be quiet sounds like an amazing moment that I'm looking forward to. But I had this revelation um, on Gamers Inn when we were talking briefly about Zamp or uh, Walking Dead before Jocelyn said, "Well, rate it in. Let's talk about video games. Save for your zombie show." Uh, this show with this season is really proving the formula you've got four good episodes the beginning the se- the mid-season finale the mid-season premiere and the finale and not to say the episodes sprinkled in between can be good varying degrees of good but there's some real stinkers and this show is known for just the terrible loose ends like yeah the he thing is a perfect example um the one thing that jocelyn brought up was glenn supposedly dying with the dumpster like another one of those like stupid fake outs that is just i don't know it's just bad it's not bad writing it's just lazy writing you know it's 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 very lazy writing and it's relying too much on gimmicks they could tell us a better story than they are and i think that the saviors are an interesting villain i think negan is an interesting hero i mean interesting villain but they keep just they they keep playing the, the okay. So I'm totally expecting the scavengers to double cross Rick and Michonne. Like at, at every turn, the the scavengers are like, eh, eh. We want more guns. We want more guns. That's a and perfect. I totally, you know, he's spot on. And I totally <laughs> expect the scavengers to give the guns to the saviors and be like, hey, we caught bad guys. You know what I mean? It's an interesting like, theory. That's yeah. for sure. Well, the, and honestly, it would be a curveball that that um, would be interesting because the scavengers aren't in the comics. But I think that this show, uh, I, it's just weird. Like, if you have Heath as a character in your show, and supposedly he's a beloved comic book character. Am I wrong, Bob? Yeah. Okay, nope. perfect. Why would you cast someone that and then write them into into a disappearing act so they can go elsewhere. Like, wouldn't you just, I don't know, make sure you have him on contract so he can't do that? Or if he walks well, away, the, actually just kill the character off? Like, 
I, I just don't get it. It's just, does Heath have more things going on in the comics that we're not, that we're missing out on because AMC can't keep their actors in line? Like, what's happening? I, I don't know. Maybe they just want to go a different direction than the comics in some of these characters. Maybe Heath will come back. Maybe there's all sorts of stuff going on that we just have no idea about, right? Do you think they um, resolve it this season? Or, or, like, they would have done it already, right? I, I think we, they it, it gets resolved next season. That's dumb. That's so dumb. Like, make us wait an entire season for a hey, for a, a, they, they, a third-rate character they, to come they, back? Like, Remember, they did that before with um with maggie's sister she went off in a in a uh a hearse and she was locked in the back of a hearse and daryl went after her and then it was almost a whole half a season before we even got her story yep they did do that that was yeah it was um it was it was a season finale to two episodes before the mid-season and then they killed her off in the mid-season finale. Yeah, it was like, oh, she's yeah. back, lovely. Oh, wait, she did something stupid. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So yeah. Got, so we got. Uh, what, what do we have? Two episodes left for yep. the mid- for the season finale. Oh wow! Yep. Really? Yeah, two episodes. Um, huh. So obviously, we we kind of called this and said it would be the lead up to All Out War. Now. And I might be in a minority here, but I've I've kind of enjoyed most of this season. I've loved the build up to to get to where they need to be in order to get to all out war. I'm assuming that next week's episode has Sasha dying and possibly Rosita too. Um, and then the last episode is like the 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 ultimate finale of like everyone just gearing up you know what i mean you think you mean you think they game of thrones this thing and have the the quote-unquote ninth the penultimate episode be the season finale like you think they oh i i don't think you can i don't think you can get everyone ready for the all-out war and not and and like kind of have all the communities come together and then drop the bomb of sasha being dead i think you have to do that next episode and then have everyone get together i'm i'm gonna call it now Oh Gregory Gregory dies season finale. God, I think Maggie will end up killing him soon at this point anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, uh, well, well he, here's my thoughts on what, what's going to happen. The next episode is going to be uh, Sasha getting caught, uh, them bringing her back to her people. Uh, we're going to have her be killed. Maybe Rosita goes with her when they go. And that's going to be the thing that kicks Rick and the rest of them into gear at that Negan has to die. Mm. Uh, Not that they're not at that point already, but I think it's going to be, no, saviors, you need to leave because we're not helping you anymore. And I think at that point, the season finale is going to be everybody else getting ready. Now realizing that the saviors cannot stay in power. And I think one of the first things that's going to happen is I think Gregory is going to overstep his bounds and he's going to put all of Hilltop in danger. <laughs> well, and look, going to- yeah. I was going to say, look what happened to Spencer when he tried to tell Negan how great he was. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Negan's like, hey, you got any guts? <clears throat> um, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 um, I don't know. The show and the way they've sort of structured it hasn't 
surprised me. They always do the same thing. They do the the build up, and then the finale is the finale, and it's a cliffhanger, and it's a what's going to happen next season on The Walking Dead, and we spend six months worrying about it. And I don't think this is the season they change that. No, nope. um, it's just I think you know we always joke that we always joke that I write for the show. Ha 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 ha. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it's not the it, my what I see is because I understand the formula. And they never break the formula. Mm-hmm. And everything goes in the exact same path. You know where it's going to happen. It, it, like, as soon as they showed us that Sasha and Rosita were going to work together to kill Negan, when they b- sent them and give them their little buddy road trip, you're like, yep. And then one of them is going to either die by the end of this episode or they never would just have Sasha shoot Negan. No, and it'd be of over. Not. Like, like, and I understand that you don't build up, build up, build up. But wouldn't it have been awesome for one of them to have shot Negan? Maybe not killed him, but like, you know, put a round in his shoulder and make him have to deal with an injury the next time they have to encounter him, and still kill uh, 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 Sasha off. But wouldn't it have been way more interesting and out of the out of left field for her to have actually shot him mm-hmm. and landed a shot i think that would have been far more interesting put him and put put his back against the wall and realize that he is in danger of losing everything well here's here's the thing um i i think that would have been a more interesting yeah definitely would have been more interesting and uh let's look at the the titles i don't i, don't, I honestly don't think that the titles give away um much yeah but they you got next episode called something they need which sounds a lot like possibly um a trade of some kind scavenger related something like that and then the last episode is called the first day of the rest of your life now you could look at those titles and kind of come across like okay hmm maybe that is bob's theory that they're doing the game of thrones penultimate episodes the yeah the quote-unquote finale and then the last episode is the set up and i think the i think back the last time they did this really well was the season that ended uh, with i think it was season four where it ended with terminus and they capture them and it ends like they're messing with the wrong motherfuckers and it's that was a perfect season finale and it it was still within the formula um and and the first episode back continued with that formula and it was perfect and we i i just don't know if they can do it again, maybe they can. People keep saying the Saviors and, and Negan is like the best of the comics. Um, the show, I don't know if the show's doing its service, at least to the hype of people talking about how amazing that material is. Um, it's no governor, don't get me wrong. Like that was a letdown in a half. But um, I'm, I'm still looking forward to seeing where the season wraps up. But like Fear the Walking Dead, I can wait for season eight. I want to see it. I don't want it to go away, but I don't need it like I like I was needing it. And maybe that's just the natural progression of a show being around for almost a hundred episodes. You know, it's been seven yeah. years since The Walking Dead air, first aired, and that's a long time to love yeah. one thing um, when it comes to TV and, and media and whatnot. So I, I don't know. Um, it's it's hard to say, but this this last episode had some real issues, and I feel like. We, I've been pretty negative, uh, but I just want to go back I, to the I, positivity, my, man. 
My my opinion of this entire season has been like every other episode is interesting. Yeah. We're at 14 episodes and I'd say I probably like 6 or 7 of them and the ones I don't like I don't I hate them I just hate moments in them because I go yep we've seen this coming for the last last you know 6 weeks okay they're going to do the thing now that they're going to do and they don't just do it and get it over with they drag it out and you're like uh huh uh-huh. Yep, Rosita is they're having their moment. Okay. Okay, can we move on? Can we move on? Have you um have I talked to you guys about the uh Sunday dinner table theory that uh people are talking about online? Have you guys heard about that? No. Okay. Well maybe we'll talk about that right after the show. Uh, actually I can bring it up now. Um <clears throat> there's um a big theory going around online that um the Walking Dead producers have told us who dies this season from the very first episode. Mm-hmm. And it all has to do with that end dinner scene. And uh, uh, if you haven't seen it in a while, go back and watch it and watch the very, very end of it and just look at some of the differences that are out there. And I'll, I'll go over them with you guys after the show. Kind of funny stuff. But um, actually, I guess it's not really spoilers, so we could do it now, right? So. Yeah. If you if you take that end scene now this is like a lost type of situation so don't take this thing seriously but this is just how crazy fans get for the show if you go back and watch the dinner table scene it's something like the there's two tables put together remember Rick has that Sunday dinner in his head thing mm-hmm. uh, if you take the two tables and put them together um, you have one table that has a tablecloth covered on it and the other one doesn't. And it's something about the one that doesn't is everyone on there who basically dies. <laughs> and uh, it, Morgan's on that one. And, like, they talk about how he's playing with the candles in the middle and two of the candles go out and all this other stuff. It's by far the most insane, like, theory. It's like getting lost. You know what I mean? Like, all the theories and lost. But um, I just I find that funny that uh, we're still, like, seven seasons in, we're still playing the game of, who are they going to kill? And, uh, like, what clues did they leave us? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, just think about this, this, the, what's it called? When we dealt with them being in that house and all the paintings in that house yeah. reminded. It, it, yeah. Like, like they, they've done these things where you go, huh, okay. And a lot of times they don't go anywhere. Yeah. But, it, it, but they, they, it, it's outright enough that they go, yeah. We're just messing with you. Yeah, and it could be, and they they and, could and, be doing that. And I honestly believe that the show, when they start writing a season, I think they know where they want to begin. I think they know where they want the middle to be, and I think they know where they want the end to be. And yeah. it's in between. They try to tell us these individual stories, and I think that the individual stories they get too wrapped up in them, and. Yeah. Like, do you think the show would benefit from going to a ten episode? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I think I think that part of the gripe, my I think part of my gripe is I think that sixteen episodes is too much. I think we end up with I think out of sixteen episodes we end up with four or five episodes of filler. Yeah, and and I mean, there's another show that a lot of people love that I think suffers from the same thing, and and I I think later seasons of the of Game of Thrones 
has suffered from this you know like where there's even though it's 10 episodes they're still trying to tell it doesn't suffer as much but it's trying to tell a story beginning to middle to end and there's like filler episodes in there that aren't quite up to par with the rest of it and it shows but it, I, it shows it shows but the thing that you deal with with game of thrones is it they're usually only 12 episodes there's 10 yeah. episodes or is it t- no you're this right 12. Past season, it's usually 12 episodes and so when you get the one filler episode it's not the end of the world. No. It's more of like you go, okay, they're lining up the plot points so that we get that fight the next episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? And in this, it feels like I know we're going to probably have the all-out war scenario next season, and that's fine. I'm excited for that. That's going to be interesting. But if you're going to do that and you're going to save all the exciting stuff for next season, why are you giving me 16 episodes? I mean, I feel like a few of these episodes could have been trimmed down, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're you're right. And I I was thinking about that, and I was thinking, like, ten episodes, and that, that'd be crazy. That's five per season. And then <laughs> we'd have to wait, you know, months and months for the other five. But Or do you think it should be all ten at once? All ten, ten at once. once, yeah. Okay, so that I could, I could get behind that. Ten a year? I'm okay yeah. with that. Um, it just would it would feel like such a long time on but I mean I mean think about it. it we started this episode with Abraham and Glenn dying right and then then we got like four episodes of Rick being like oh Negan oh oh dear Negan. okay I'm gonna stop you right there that's <laughs> that sounded but it was like very different. we have to do what Negan wants or he's gonna kill us and we dealt with that for four episodes and they and snap back and the it's not till the end of like the fourth or fifth episode that rick goes oh he has to die and you're like you're like about time imagine if they had trimmed that down to one or two episodes i fe- feel like the whole season would have been way more compelling yeah <sighs> yeah so uh, i mean i'm not saying that again the the walking dead formula states that the next two episodes could be very good and i guarantee the next two episodes will be fantastic and 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 to have fantastic episodes it's been proven that you need setup and you know we've all shared some of our favorite moments from the last three episodes again not terrible episodes but good good episodes with some pretty middling stuff in it um and maybe though that those events set up the next two episodes that make them great just like i i just i don't know like yeah, I, I I'm looking forward to a break, but I'm also looking forward to finishing off this season and, and to see what's next. But not to the not to the capacity that I was last season when we were building up to the reveal of Negan, and then you got that payoff, but then not payoff. Uh, and I, and maybe that maybe that switcheroo that 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 huge cliffhanger kind of put too much on this season. You know, um, maybe that's it. I think it did. I think that that was part of the problem. I think, in all honesty, I think it would have been better for them to have shown us who died last season, and that left us the mystery all, all, all the thing, all, for the whole time it was off. I, th- I think, I think they did themselves a disservice because they got ev- If you look at the numbers, everybody tuned in for that first episode, and they got seventeen million viewers. 
mm-hmm. according to according to ratings. And then when you look at the next episode, they're down to twelve, and at the moment they're down to ten, and they're barely holding ten. You know that's still fantastic numbers. It still means that ten million people are tuning in to watch this show. It's absolutely probably the most highest rated show, highest watched show on TV. That's awesome, but they can't do that to us again at the end of this season. I think they, I think they lose more people. Yeah, <clears throat> it's gonna be tough to hold on to them. I was actually thinking, too. You maybe, maybe that um, we might be wrong on, um, or I might be wrong. I think you may have been right. Oh, no. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of what happens the next... Because there's only two episodes left, right? Mm-hmm. So... It, and it's... The, the next episode is called Something They Need, and the last episode is called The First Day of the Rest of Your Life. So, and the first so, day of the rest of your life, to me, sounds like one of those, yep, we've dealt with the aftermath, and now this episode is everybody getting ready for what's going to happen. Yeah, let's start the war type thing. So, uh, it, to me, it basically seems like Next episode, they go to Oceanside, right? And they try and take all their guns because that's something they need. Oh, maybe Heath yeah. will come yeah. back. Maybe Heath is there. <clears throat> I doubt it. Uh, um, maybe. No, we're going to find Heath strung up there, dead. Oh, Whoa. gosh. I don't think they're that mean. Um, but I think... They, they don't trust men. It'll be it'll be a different type of story. I think, I think you are going to get Rick in the group trying to take the guns from the Oceanside people. And Rick's going to obviously try and convince them to fight with them. And then you'll probably get the Sasha. Obviously, we know Sasha's not going to kill Negan. <laughs> and we we have a feeling that he's not going to kill her right away either, right? Um, so I think you'll have a little more of that. But then the weird thing's going to be, when you think about it, the Eugene-Sasha story. like Because Eugene's going to be on right. the other side of that cell you know, where Sasha. I'm assuming she's going to be held in a cell like Daryl, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the interesting thing will be how the... How that interaction goes so that'll be kind of fun to watch right oh we didn't even talk mm-hmm. about the end of this episode unless you just mentioned it and i was distracted but at the end rosita's left on the other side of the fence kind of moaning and crying and she's uh she sees a a shadowy figure we see a shadowy figure watching her and it's dwight yeah so you know what the, you know what's going to happen too right i mean dwight's going to turn on negan so so basically the end of so here's how there, here's how I predict the next episode goes. Sasha gets captured. Negan basically like, hey, you want to work for me? You got balls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like his normal Negan self. Um, yeah. I think Gregory tells Negan that Rick's preparing something. You know. Um, so I'm trying to put all this together. So I think Gregory tells Negan. That something's coming from Rick. Uh, Rick goes to Oceanside. They get the guns, get the group there, or whatever. And then <clears throat> we're going to end the episode with uh, Dwight, like trying to join the team to hurt Negan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then the the last episode will be the reveal of what happens to Sasha. I think Dwight's turn doesn't happen until the very end. Like I think he's he's not even going to play both sides. Like I think he'll show restraint. But he's gonna stick with Negan until the end. Until he's got no. He's got nothing left, man. Mm. He's got nothing left. Yeah, so. but he's still pretty whipped. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what the problem is? What? You know what doesn't work? Your penis. Oh, I forgot about Isn't that. that. What Negan said? 
All right, so we, we've been going on for this a while. I personally, I'm a fan of this season only because I love the buildup. I wish we didn't lose any of that momentum with the last episode. But um, I, I think the problem with the buildup, and I, I will let you finish, but the, the problem with this buildup is that non-comic book readers don't know where we're going. Um, true, very true. But comic book readers know, yeah. ooh, it's going to All at War, so I'm enjoying the buildup. But for me, not I know of All at War, but I don't know what it entails. I assume it's, it's your just, own fault. You have the compendium. You could read it now. Now, uh, <laughs> let's not let's not blame uh, my poor right, lack right, of research. Right. But um, I'm just saying that I think folks who haven't read the comics um, and know obviously they know war is coming, but they don't know the events of that war. And I think knowing those events helps you enjoy this build up a little more because it, it is build up to you to me i look at it it's like where are they going they're spinning their wheels there is no end in sight you know exactly exactly okay that's all i got bob wrap us up here uh, i think um I, I i get what you guys are saying i do and uh, don't get me wrong this last episode when i watched it i was i was doing other stuff too i, I just couldn't get into it and what were you I doing knew what uh, i wasn't playing any switch or anything um what was lou doing uh, lou what were you doing while you watched this episode trying to order a new phone (laughs) just kidding um i don't know lou what were you doing what (laughs) (laughs) so i was i don't remember i think i was just i had it on the um the ipad and i think i was cleaning around the house a little bit and just kind of carrying it with me wow you were super checked out well you're cleaning I was listening to it more than I was like watching it because I kind of was. I was like, "All right, I know what's going to happen. They're going to get to the end, and either one of them's going to die, or they're both going to die, or nothing's going to happen." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and um, it, it was tough because um, you you want um, you want stuff to to move along the way it should. But um, I'm okay with this season personally so far. I think some of it's been better than others. Um, <clears throat> But I can understand completely what you guys are saying, and we've gotten so much of this build up and so much of it, and just we we just keep getting more and more build up. And how many seasons can we do this? I, I, I get what you're saying. Like at some point, it's got to come to a, a halt. But um, you know, we're, we're almost at the end of it. It's going to be a, a it's like a roller coaster right now, right? Yeah, we're nearly. The, I didn't realize there was two more episodes. I, I, I've yeah, yeah. But anyway. Um, I guess you guys, if you want to write into what your thoughts of the final two episodes of the season are going to be like, you can go ahead and do that, and Ryan's going to tell you how. Yeah, you can write in info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. If you're enjoying this show and want to support us directly, go to patreon.com slash zombiesatemypodcast. And uh, every every little donation or large donation to our Patreon goes right back into the show. Uh, so if if you feel like supporting us, go there. You can also check out our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. We're also on Google+, Plus if that's your thing. Uh, if you want to follow individual hosts, you can find myself at rmurphy, lou at busyzombielord, and bob at F. Um, also, we're all available at Negan. So uh, a quick shout-out to Negan for the amazing yeah, artwork. Uh, Thanks, Negan. <laughs> I don't know why. He, Negan.com was taken, so go to joeldugan.com. <laughs> joelneegan.com uh, thank you Ryan Murphy uh, Lou Page aka the busy zombie Negan any last words 
I am Negan. <laughs> nice. Beautiful. Me too. I'm Me too. Negan. Yeah. Yeah, Negan. Negan. I feel like we really came Negan? together on that one. Negan. Negan. We're Negan. 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 Today was a productive damn day. No shit. Thanks, Negan. (laughs) Yeah, we caught up. We're all good. So weekly from here on out, folks.